everyone, this is Leah Via. I am the creator of Eventual Knits podcast on YouTube. I am Miss LJV on Instagram, and I am Eventual on Ravelry, and as I said, Eventual Knits on YouTube. So I started a podcast in January on YouTube, and I've been having a heck of a time trying to get it on any platform other than YouTube. It's crazy to me that in 2019, it's still as convoluted and difficult to get a podcast that is a video podcast onto such, onto like Apple Podcasts, onto, I mean anything. I, I, I watch podcasts on Apple Podcasts, so it's interesting, like, I've asked and gotten answers on how to do it, and I cannot believe there's not an easier way. So I decided to try to do an audio podcast as well and see if maybe I reach a bigger audience. I do really like doing a video podcast because I like showing yarns and I think that I am animated in my speech and I just really like showing off all of the beautiful yarns and things that I make, but I also like doing audio, and so I thought I'd just give this a shot, so thanks for visiting. So I have done seven episodes on my video podcast, and this is my first one on audio. So today is April 11th, it's a Thursday. And I thought I'd start by telling you a little bit about myself, since this is basically a brand new podcast, if you haven't been watching me on YouTube. My name is Leah, as I said, and I live in Minnesota. I am a teacher, and I knit, I do weaving, and I have started increasing or improving my ability to crochet. I am really excited about growing my crochet skills, and I am currently working on a couple different things to gain confidence in that realm. Today I actually had a snow day, it's crazy to say, in the middle of April, especially because a couple days ago it was like 70 degrees and we got like somewhere between 6 and 8 inches this morning. And so we had school canceled. Thankfully, our governor signed a like bill into a law that we won't get punished for having to add extra days as a result of all those crazy weather days in January and February. Currently, it's like 37 degrees, and it's supposed to rain slash storm in a couple hours, so that's interesting. So that's about my day. So, um, my boyfriend, Steve, is home sick today, actually, like actually sick, and so it's been an interesting kind of day. Tomorrow will be probably pretty crazy. I am a middle school teacher, and we're supposed to go on a field trip tomorrow with the 8th graders to see a play of The Hobbit. So we'll see if, uh, I assume it's still on, and how it goes. Currently, for knitting, I haven't completed any projects super recently. I completed a pair of socks for Steve that I'd been working on for quite a long time because I only have 
knit socks for myself and I've only been knitting socks for a little over a year and I'm fine knitting socks for myself it's super easy but knitting socks for someone whose foot is like two and a half times the size of my foot was a challenge and also finding the kind of heel that he liked and the kind of fit that he liked and so I'm really excited to have finished those and that was a couple weeks ago they were knit in on size ones uh, US and they were knit on a Ogle Design Fiber Works yarn which is 100% wool and the color started out as like a bright yellow and with like little like very very few and far between speckles of black and as the skein went on the speckles became more solid and it's sort of a gradient from yellow like bumblebee like bright hufflepuff yellow to black and so the socks uh look kind of interesting because as i said i redid the heels so one of his socks is pretty yellow and then has a really dark heel and his other sock is more uniform like a mixture half and half of the black and the yellow and steve does identify as a hufflepuff and i did call them the bumble socks though and i was thinking maybe they should be called like the Hufflebee socks or something like that and they they're they fit really nice and they look really good and I'm excited to knit more socks for him now that I know the measurement of his foot appropriately and what kind of heel he likes so that's really the only thing that I have finished recently and as I was writing out the notes for this episode I realized I have like at least seven maybe eight maybe nine projects on my needles right now so this is pretty new for me over the last like year and a half two years really really though over the last year and a half I would say I have sort of like gone hard in my knitting I have been knitting since 2007 and I feel like I've always been a knitter I taught myself it was like right before YouTube took off, right before Ravelry took off, and so I I used a kids learn to knit book in order to teach myself because it had pictures and it was colorful and it was clear writing and I did lots and lots of practice and I eventually made a couple projects out of that book before I started branching out. And so I think my very very oh, my very first project was two different washcloths and they were really clever because they used um stockinette seed stitch garter maybe ribbing I don't think so though especially in a washcloth I guess but those three for sure so like practicing the basic stitches and I thought that was pretty pretty cool and then the second project I made was a can cozy actually I think that that was the second one I picked and that was not nearly as difficult as I thought it was going to be so since then I have worked on various projects, but I did a lot of scarves and uh, fingerless gloves. For the longest time, I really focused on fingerless gloves. Like, I felt really confident in it. I have never really been super successful with hats. Not, I mean, not that I, I can't do hats. I'm just, like, bad at sizing them. And they're, they're, for some reason, that just makes them not fun for me. Like, I've knit a couple hats and 
since you know lately and I've, I've gotten a lot better at it but I just like don't really like to very much my goal this year is to knit two sweaters I knit a crop top my first time ever knitting like a real garment for myself it ended up a little big but I heard that if I, I haven't like thrown it in the dryer after I blocked it and I heard that that's what you can do and that'll shrink it up a little and I'm really excited that I already have yarn to knit a new one in a little smaller but I really have gone in hard I, I'm doing socks now did a did a crop top have I yarn for a sweater um I want to knit the worsted sock arms by Stephanie Lotvin and I am working on a crochet t-shirt like I have just really gone hard in the knitting and I'm super like proud and excited to be a part of the community at a time like this and so I've gone really hard on my Instagram game like really supporting knitters of and crocheters of color and also trying to branch out my knitting so crocheters don't feel left out so that is a huge digression I can't remember where I was going with it I think it was more just thinking about where I've gone with my knitting over the last year and just how like uh, Stephanie Pearl McPhee the yarn harlot talks about knitters or people who knit and then knitters with a capital K and I feel like at this point I am a knitter with a capital K and it's nice to be a part of the community in that way oh and I guess I realized where I was going with this. It was saying that I'd, I'd never had this many projects on my needles before. I would always be working on maybe one or two things at a time. And if I was working on more than one thing at a time, it was really that I just hadn't admitted to myself that whatever I was working on, I wasn't going to go back to. And I had started a new thing. And now it's like, no, I'm working on several different things for several different reasons because I have knitting with me all the time now and different projects serve different purposes in different places and so I like to have that variety to choose from depending on where I'm going and what I'm doing and how big the project is and if I'm making it for someone or myself or a specific event and so my knitting in various ways serves a lot of purposes. So let's get into what I'm currently working on. I'm, I'm only going to talk about a few of them like the ones that I'm working on the most just because I worry that this episode will get too long. I can be kind of long-winded, like in a good way, I think, you know, just conversational and whatnot, but I could talk about my knitting forever, so I want to spare that. So first and foremost, right now, what I'm working on for socks is the Vanilla Latte Socks by Virginia Rose, and then her last, the second last name is J-E-A-N-E-S, and I'm not sure if it's like Jean or jeans or Jeanez I'm not sure but vanilla latte socks on Ravelry it is a pattern that starts it's a top-down sock and it starts with a twisted rib and the um, Virginia provides a lot of different like options like you can do a you know a two by two twisted rib you can do a one by one twisted rib you can like even do a three by one twisted rib I just did the one by one just because I wanted like a snugger fit and I don't know that's just what I went with and that I'm not, I think I think it's that I think that a rib at the top of a sock looks neater or like cleaner if it's a one by one and so that's what I did I knit that for a couple inches and then after, when you start the pattern the pattern is a six by two 
kind of rib with purl stitches. So yeah, I think it's just like, a, is it a straight six by two rib? I believe so. And so you, you knit that for several inches and it just adds a little variety to the sock, a little flare. So it's not just a, a plain sock. And then you do a heel flap, pick up stitches for the gusset and then knit for the foot. And then she provides two different toes that you could do. Uh, she provides for a rounded wedge toe and a star toe. I prefer the rounded wedge just by look. I've never actually knit a star toe. I'm not sure how that would feel on my toes. It might actually feel better. I'm not really sure. My feet are shaped where my big toe is my longest toe. And then my toes go in a diagonal down from there. So I don't think that that is really what a wedge toe is designed for but the, I mean my socks always seem to fit fine so it's not a huge deal I had been mostly knitting toe up socks with an afterthought heel and after knitting Steve's socks I realized that I also kind of prefer a, a gusset like I do like the way it hugs your foot and it feels like it's not gonna fall off in any way and I'm like mock annoyed that he pointed out that an afterthought heel makes you makes your sock feel like it might fall off your heel but I do like the way that they look, and so now I don't know what I'm going to do. And I, I do generally prefer a toe-up sock. I do like the way that increasing for the gusset looks on a toe-up sock, but this actually, the sock that I ended up with, I only had one spot where I picked up where I had a little bit of a gap, and it was my own fault. I think the stitch that I had picked up was just a little bit looser than the other ones around it, and it was just a teeny hole. I just when I weaved in my ends, I fixed it, and yeah, I, I messed up a couple things on my sock, actually, like, I, you know, I was, a lot of, the yarn that I used was Canon Hand Dyes, Charles Merino, it's an 80-20 superwash merino wool, um, the 20% nylon, it's a fingering weight yarn, it's 395 yards per skein, Friday I'm in Love is a yarn, a striping yarn, that has a the stripes are black, a deep violet, like a royal purple, a really deep blood red, like a heart red, and um, a kind of lighter pink. And it alternates those, not necessarily in the exact order. I believe that black is more frequent. It was, I think, originally a Valentine's colorway, and I had wanted to knit these socks by Valentine's Day. <laughs> Whoops, but I just finished one, and so I need to start the other. And so anyway, the yarn is pretty dark, and uh, a lot of I spend a lot of time sitting in my basement. That's where my main living room is, and it's pretty dark down there, even with the lights on. And so, on the foot part, I accidentally at some point accidentally shifted one of my pearl, my two pearls, over by one stitch. That doesn't really bother me. I also um, had been, I had knit the heel, and most of the heel flap, and then like set the socks down for a long time, and then I forgot how many rows I had, and I also wasn't paying attention at all to the kind of flap I was knitting, and I was knitting a stockinette flap, and I usually do a slip stitch flap, and so I just assumed I was doing slip stitch, so I have like four rows of slip stitch in the flap, and like that doesn't like bother me at all, I don't care, uh, they're, you know, they're just my socks. 
sorry if in a second you hear some weird rustling noises because one of my cats has decided to jump up on the couch and is being very stubborn about leaving, so he's probably going to try to sit on my lap. So I just, just like now, finished the first sock, and I'm really excited to start the second one. I'm wearing the sock right now just to like break it in and get comfortable. I don't usually block my socks. I do obviously wash them after I wear them, and they are fine. I ideally would hand wash all my socks all the time, but they end up in the laundry, and they end up getting washed, and all of them have been fine except for one pair. Um, the heel was a gray, and the socks were like a pink orange and the gray bled really badly into them but like again it doesn't really bother me it's like it's not my fault it's not a big deal whatever it's just socks and I was really excited to knit them and happy with what they are so Friday I'm in love yarn vanilla latte socks the next thing that I am knitting is the whether or not scarf k-n-o-t not by Scott Rohr it is a scarf that is knit based on the daily high temperatures. So the pattern is really cool. It made like the local newspapers. It was made, uh, the pattern was created by a man who helps run one of the yarn stores here in the Twin Cities, uh, the Yarnery. And it's sort of like a, it's a climate, you know, based scarf. and. The yarn that I am using for that is Coast Yarn by Holst Garn, which is 55% lamb's wool, 45% cotton. I believe it's a light fingering, and it's about 300. Each of the skeins are 383 yards. And through for April, I have been living in three of the colors Ivanhoe, which is a very deep green, kind of like a, a very deep moss or like. like Douglas fir, it makes me think of like deep lush woods, very deep green. It's the closest I think to a teal that my yarns are in. So it's a gradient of yarns and they range from like the coldest, which was below, was five degrees Fahrenheit and below was like a purple and that, and that was called butterfly. And then it goes all the way up to like, I bought an extra skein make a deep red because it gets a little bit hotter than like I didn't want to do like 80 and above or whatever it was because it, I, I didn't feel like the ranges were accurate enough or like it encompassed too many degrees so I've been living in Ivanhoe met uh, that's for 30 to 44 degrees Fahrenheit um, meadow which is like to me it looks like a pea green like the vegetable pea and it's a muted color and that is 45 degrees to 59 degrees and then a couple rows we've I don't we had I think one day so far in April in aconite which is kind of like a like gold a golden yellow and that's 60 to 74 degrees we've had a couple days in the 60s and up to about 70 this year and I think we had one or one day this month so far that's in in the 70 degree range and the reason why I don't know for sure is because I usually I wait a couple days and then I knit a couple rows because the site that I use that keeps track of like the daily highs it doesn't update until the following day so like even if like I look at the temperature now it'll tell me what it is but it won't tell me what the high really was until tomorrow 
And so I just like to wait a couple days and it, you know, it only takes a few minutes to knit those rows. And I'm really excited about like how the scarf is going to turn out. And I already have ideas in my head about what I'm going to do for next year. Like what kind of ranges, like I kind of, now that I've been knitting it, 30 degrees and 44 degrees feels very, very different. I feel like 32 degrees, which you know would be zero degrees Celsius, and and below should maybe be in a range. And then something that's maybe like 35 degrees Fahrenheit to 44 degrees feels similar. Like for me, I want the ranges to be like what they feel like. Like, do they feel close to each other? So, for example, I think the like 15 degrees to 30 degrees can feel pretty similar but I really don't feel like 30 degrees and 44 degrees feel anything alike and so I have have little ideas I'm gonna wait till the end of the year just like sort of see how everything feels um, I already did make a little bit of changes to the earlier temperatures and so I have like a couple rows that are technically off from the very beginning of the year but not many and it doesn't matter in the grand scheme but I know so that's the Whether or Not Scarf by Scott Rohr. The next thing I'm working on is the Groteen Shawl by Carolyn Dick. Um, this is a shawl that is knit in linen stitch and it is, right now there's a Groteen along. And so you, you know, are keeping on Instagram and knitting your Groteen and there's also a crochet pattern for it that funky cat, cat crochet made of like their own accord and the proceeds from each of the patterns go to support indigenous people in Canada um, it's a very near and dear cause to Carolyn's heart as an indigenous person and um, she's very vocal about it on Instagram and um, raising awareness and all that kind of stuff so I'm happy to support that the Groteen is it's like a super addictive knit in that it the texture of the pattern, the way that it comes out is so good. It makes every yarn look amazing. Like I like she has shared so many pictures of so many different kinds of yarns and it looks so good every time. And it's a linen stitch, so you know it's every other um, with slipping and knitting or slipping and purling. And it's a clever pattern, super easy to memorize, and I've been having a lot of fun knitting it. Um, she also said you can use any kind of yarn that you want. You don't have to use a fingering if you don't want to. You can, I mean, probably a super bulky would be kind of difficult, but like, you know, knitting in a worsted or a DK or anything like that, like it doesn't matter. It's your, it's your shawl. I decided to use a single skein of Aru Kenya Huesco sock yarn. The colorway is Pavo Real, Real and it's 400 yards and like the suggested number of yards for the groteen that she shared was 400. So it's the exact amount, it's just a single skein I got and it is a 75% merino and 25% nylon. And the yarn color is super varied. It is a hand paint or hand dyed and the colors, there's white, there's like a, uh, like an eggplant, purple, there's kind of like a tan that goes to like a, a lighter brown, there's grays, there's these random speckles of like teal green. It also has 
a lot of like a light lavender or mauve. I don't know why I said mauve because I usually say mauve. It's literally the <laughs> the men who do the sweet tea no shade podcast on YouTube like ruined mauve for me because they were, had like a discussion where they're like, wait, do we pronounce it mauve or do we pronounce it mauve? And then when they said that, I was like, I don't know what I say. And I think I say mauve, but I said mauve there for no reason because now that's all I think about. Anyway, um, I'm really liking how it's knitting up. The colors, I mean, the wide variety of colors in here, it's like, I mean, I love colors, but I usually choose like really bright. If I'm going to go a huge variety, I do choose kind of bright colors or, yeah, I'd say like bright colors, like blues and greens and purples, I, I really enjoy. And so this is very different and I'm really excited about it and I am really looking forward to knitting more of these. It just takes a little while because it starts out small and then every other row you're increasing on the pearl side. So it's a diagonal triangle shawl and yeah. I think that it's going to turn out awesome. I cannot wait to make more of them, to be honest. My my mom asked me what grotein means, and I like I knew that Carolyn had said what it was, and so I found, went to their Instagram and found the post, and it comes from that she and her friend Andrea went to a Starbucks, and when they asked their names, they said Carolyn and Andrea, and she said that the cups that they got said Andre and Grotein. <laughs> so that's why the shawl is called Grotein, which is actually a really funny story to me. Next, I am working on the High Hampton Cowl by Claudia Miller McLean. It is a pattern that came with the yarn, and the yarn was actually a gift from my boyfriend Steve. He saw the colors and he really enjoyed them, so he bought them. It's knit with two strands of yarn, and the yarn is Claudia Hand Paints Serenity. And the yarn is 100% silk, it's a lace weight yarn, and it's 1100 yards of each skein. And so the pattern really is just cast on a few hundred stitches, basically knit and stock in it until you almost run out of yarn, then bind off. And so it's a really mindless knit. I take it with me anywhere where I don't really need to look at my yarn, but that has a little bit of light. Because it's two strands of lace weight yarn knit together, and because it's silk and it's so slippery, it's good to have some light to see like if you accidentally miss the yarn in a swipe or you only do you know one of the strands or it gets a little tangled, like that kind of thing. So, um, and the colors that I have for it are called Bayou and Jungle. So one of them is a like deep green, almost it, it like goes in like kind of a you know stripe. I don't want to say stripe, but it's like variegated between like um, sort of a green that is more. swampy I would say right like like a swamp green and it goes almost to black like it's very like muted and does really strike you as sort of like a, a bayou right like I'm, I'm picturing like rescuers you know like the swamp that they were in so it's like 
different shades of like greens and almost blacks and the other skein it has greens but then it also has gold and it has almost blue I think it does have actually blue like a um, like sea blue in it and so yeah it's like and holding them together you get like these really cool you know mixtures of the two yarns and it's so shimmery and squishy and soft obviously it's 100% silk very drapey and I'm really getting somewhere like I am definitely around halfway done if not more so and I remember like being obsessed with the sample in the shop and so like even though in my head I'm like oh yeah this is long enough I can just I can just leave it it's like no if I want it to be as like squishy and drapey as the one in the shop I have to knit all of the yarn so I'm trying not to get impatient but it is just stuck in it in the round and really working on that <laughs> it's a lot of fun so those are like my main projects I am I'm still working on like I said the um, crochet t-shirt and that one is knit flat and then all the pieces are seamed together and the t-shirt is or the tea is called the summertime tea by Tony Lipsy and she has an amazing amazing like 40 minute tutorial on how to knit it on her webpage like the pattern is free on her webpage on her blog you can also buy it on Ravelry but yeah it's just it's amazing and it's been really fun to crochet so far I mean it's been so much better than I could have hoped just because there's a video and if I have that visual I can totally I can totally do it and so I'm not like always actively working on it just because I need to concentrate a little bit more because I'm still very new to crochet like the only like full project I've ever crocheted is a lap blanket afghan which was knit in the granny square style and that is in line brand jeans yarn in the colorway stove pipe I think it's like a, a almost like a heathered black but the heather is like white so it's a really really cool color very nice and I'm really excited to get that put together I hope that my tension is consistent enough that when I went go to seam them together that it will match otherwise I have a couple yarns that I want to talk about that I am that I've just gotten and like one of them or two skeins I literally just got in the mail like an hour ago so the first thing I want to talk about is knit circus yarn if you've never looked up or seen knit circus you really should it's a, a really decadent yarn everything is um, hand dyed uh, I think hand dyed can't remember why the why the yarn is super amazing maybe it's not hand dyed but it's they're all of their yarns are amazing and they are done in gradients or like specific speckles they have like so many different bases too for so many different things and it's super funny because I discovered them by accident when I was in Madison and they have a local shop there I mean that's where they're based and I, had, I think I'd seen them online maybe I can't remember but I remember when I went into their shop I was like overwhelmed by how amazing all of the yarns are but how expensive they were 
that, again, it was when I was starting to kind of really get into the indie dyes. Like, most of the yarn I buy is indie or otherwise small shop. So, I haven't bought many of Knit Circus's yarns, but, but I wish that I could own them all. And this game that I just recently got is in their base greatest of ease, which is 80% superwash merino, 20% nylon, it's 400 yards in a, well, they say super fine, right? A super, or a fingering. And the gradient is called Welcome to the Good Place. So if you haven't seen The Good Place, it's a really good show. Um, it was recommended to us by our friends, actually, who live in Madison, and Steve and I are really bad at watching new shows, even shows that we like. <laughs> we just like watch the same few shows over and over again because we're not really watching them most of the time. He plays a lot of video games and I do a lot of knitting, so we just like to have something kind of on in the background to listen to, and it's comforting to just have the same thing on instead of having to focus on something. And we really prefer comedies because there's so much like already stress and tension and negativity in the world and so we don't really watch a lot of intense things we need light light is better and so yeah but the good place is something we did watch and it is was quite entertaining and quite good and yeah i highly recommend it so this gradient yarn starts in the center with a deep blue it kind of reminds me of like a deep pool of blue water and all of their yarns are I don't want to say yeah they're kind I don't know if heathered is the right word but they're like unevenly dyed where it's not like there's no like real solid color like right there's you can still see bits of the like act the wool that it was dyed onto so that's like their thing I believe like it's just like loosely dyed so anyway, it's just like a really deep blue. Then it goes to more of like a sky blue. And then it goes to a very light lavender, which then goes into a very light pastel pink. And then a definitely sun yellow. And then a really nice shade, light shade of orange. And that's the Welcome to the Good Place. I am definitely going to knit some sort of a shawl out of this. And it might be the Grotein. Not sure yet, but I'm very, very looking forward to using this yarn. It is so soft and squishy and beautiful. Knit Circus is also doing a, like, bingo thing. I think, I don't want to say, I think it's six months, and it just started, or is about to start. I don't have all the details. But it's like, you have to use their yarn, and you have to knit certain kinds of patterns, and you can check off, you know, bingos, and, like, if you get, you know, a blackout, or this many bingos, you get entered in for these many things, and like it seems pretty cool but also I'm not made of money and I only have I for sure have two skeins including this one <laughs> so this one and then I'm looking at another one in my stash right now of their yarn I am going to Madison this weekend and I did plan to go to Knit Circus they're actually having a huge sale I don't know if it's online only I doubt it but of on their yarns and so I'm definitely gonna go this weekend when I'm in Madison so that is the Knit Circus Yarns. Uh, the next skein that I got recently was a was two different skeins by Abby Gross. Um, their website is Artistic Yarn by Abby. And 
they do a lot of really like fun like food colorways food and like I mean like they have like a cantaloupe colorway and a watermelon colorway and candies like uh they have like a bit of honey and I think they have you know different cupcakes like very food focused but then they also have like a coral reef colorway an impressionist colorway so it's just really really cool yarn it's just one person I know that for sure and um, the yarn that I was super excited to get actually is their Dunkin' Donuts sock yarn, which is a 75% superwash wool, 25% nylon. It's 460 yards. And I got it because we, and when we're in Madison, we always go walk to get Dunkin' Donuts coffee in the morning before we play, um, we play dance games in the groove, which is kind of like Dance Dance Revolution or DDR, if you've heard of it. Um, us and then also our friends all have our own, like, arcade cabinets of of in the groove and so we get really thirsty and we also love coffee and so we walk up to the Dunkin Donuts for like a break and get some other iced coffees so and uh, we don't have Dunkin Donuts really in Minnesota I don't think and so yeah it's a really it's a self-striping yarn and it alternates in the Dunkin Donuts colors so the Dunkin Donuts like logo is orange and pink and then obviously brown for coffee so the sock yarn is alternating colors it's like the white and then um looks like two rows of the brown two rows of the white again then it does um about five rows of the orange then white then brown then white then five rows of the pink and it looks super awesome i saw some socks in it on instagram in it and i was like oh my god like where are these i need them right now i need to make these socks and then wear them when i'm in madison <laughs> like i'm not like a huge major dunkin Don uh, dunkin donuts fan like and i know that they, they just go by dunkin now but it's just like a thing that we have you know and so i went on and bought it but while i was there i discovered self-patterning yarn that she also sells and the self-patterning yarn is you know, twice as expensive almost as the regular self-striping yarn, but I had, had to buy this sock yarn. It, the base color is like this bright neon yellow, like rainbowy, like electric, and then the pattern are little sheep, and like the black and white sheep contrasting with the like electric yellows and pinks and greens orange of the of the background like it's I mean it's an electric rainbow basically and then the sheep in the middle and I've never used self-patterning yarn before and I don't know how it's gonna go I'm really nervous about it but I had to try and thankfully for me I got those two yarns they're both listed as sold out right now and the, uh, it comes with 200 it's 400 yards I believe or the 460 maybe that she does and then it comes with 200 yards of the like contrast color which is just a, like a black for the heel toe and cuff and I'm super excited to I'm like really happy to have the yarns and looking forward to making socks in in those yarns and finally the yarn I just got today um, is uh, an indie he 
just became a dyer, I believe. I, like, I think this is, like, his first, like, shop update that he's ever done. I've followed him on Instagram for, since January when, you know, they started raising up, um, black indigenous people of color, like, their voices, and so I've been following him, and so I've been following his projects more so, and then, uh, like, a month ago, he posted pictures of yarn that he had dyed and talking about how excited he was that he dyed it, and I assumed he was just doing it for himself, like, he took a class and, like, he dyed some yarns, and I was like, oh, man, some of those are so good, you know, and I, <laughs> I remember commenting, being like, you know, like, damn, that's so nice, like, beautiful, I cannot believe, like, I want it, you know, and then last week or the week before, he put a shop update, and he, he, I didn't realize he was making a shop, and, like, I had to get the two, two colors that I was in love with, and so the yarn is a fingering weight, it's 400 yards, uh, it's 80% superwash merino and 20% nylon. And the first color I got is called pollinated. And so it really does look like pollen. It's like a golden yellow. It's not exactly uniform. Like there's bits that are darker and bits that are lighter. And it just reminds me of bees and pollen and honey. And it's really rich goldenrod. And I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but... I want to do something amazing. I'm, I can't, it's just so pretty. And it's one of those yarns, both of these yarns really are the kind of yarns where it's like, I don't want to pick the wrong project for them. And I don't really buy solid fingering weight yarns that often. And I mean, and this isn't technically, technically solid, but you know what I mean. And the name pollinated is so perfect. And it's so cute, it's hand, you know, handwritten on, and uh, it's so, so good. And then the other one is called Tree Frog. And it's the same thing, 400 yards, 80% superwash merino, 20% nylon. And I'm just taking off the thing right now to tell you about the colors here. So the colors, looks like the base is mostly, it's like a, I mean, it's Tree Frog, right? So it's like very very bright green not not like a neon green but like a forest green a, a solid like it reminds me of a jungle green and then it's the very very base I think maybe more is like a that lighter green that you might think more so when you think of a tree frog but still not neon just like a limey kind of green and then it has over dyes of blues that mix and sort of make a teal, blues that make a really, really deep blue, um, very solid deep blue, and then there are, are reds that are varying shades of deepness, like some of it, it's, you can still see the yellows kind of underneath, and some of it is solid red, and then there's just plain yellow, there's some maroon, like it just seems like it's all, it's pretty variegated. I don't think it's going to have any sort of striping to it. Um, maybe pooling for sure, but not, not striping per se. And it really just looks like he had the yarn and he, you know, threw some colors on it and went to town and it's just sort of random. And I, I don't know. I really like it. It just, it's such a fun, fun color or a bunch of colors. So this I think would be amazing in like a grow teen, but I can't make, I can't make only grow teens. <laughs> so, you know, 
the he put the shop update at an interesting time. It's Central Time. Like I wonder where he lives for Central Time. It was convenient for me because as a teacher, I was like awake and at work. It was like 8 a.m., which would make it super early on the West Coast. And I don't think I bought the yarns until like maybe, oh, maybe I did around 8 a.m. or maybe at 10 a.m., somewhere between that two-hour range. And I was able to get the, I bought one each of the skeins. And then I later went back a couple hours later to be like, oh, maybe I want two skeins just to give myself more variety. And they were all sold out. Like, all of his yarns were sold out. My order number was 11. It was so cute. I was so happy to be a part of that. And when he mailed out his stuff, it, there was, like, an, a handwritten, like, thank you card. And, you know, talking about that these were two of his favorite colorways. And that, you know, he wanted me to post on Instagram just, you know, so he could follow the projects. And I am so happy to support. Like, very, very on board with supporting, like, small upstarters indie dyers, that kind of thing. And I think that that's about it for everything that I have gotten recently and what I'm working on. I have tons of projects in my, I don't, not, not technically in my queue on Ravelry. I don't really manage my queue very well. I, that's too much work. Half the time I even forget to put my projects in Ravelry until I'm finished with them. So I'm trying really hard this year to, first of all, hashtag them or tag them on like when I finish them, like what year. I'm trying really hard to remember to put a project in when I start it because I have historically been bad about it, but I think I've been pretty good about it this year. And yeah, um, other things I'm looking forward to uh, in a couple weeks, there are, there, there's going to be yarn over here in Minnesota. I think that, I think it sounds like the 32nd or something. 23rd I, I feel like it was one of those two but I mean Yarnover's been around for a super long time and I had no idea until last year and I thought you had to sign up for classes in order to go so last year I picked two different classes one that was pretty helpful and one that was not helpful at all and it was kind of a waste of my time but um, I had a lot of fun going and you know discovering different people and things that they make and whether that's project really what I want to go this year for is project bags and just discovering any new dyers that I hadn't heard of. I really hope that Yarnover tries to include and incorporate more makers of color because I think that would be a really good platform, especially in a state like Minnesota that is actually quite diverse in the Twin Cities, but not diverse as a whole. And I think that we really need to be more mindful of stuff like that because I, I mean, I don't remember really seeing anyone of color running any of the booths. Like, um, I think I, I think there was one Hmong person I saw, and maybe one. I want to say Thai, but not. I don't know for sure. Um, some. I think there was. I like. I'm picturing like one corner of the smaller room. There was an Asian uh, descent maker and I don't remember much because I it was like all of the samples were like really intense <laughs> like lace weight like sweaters and stuff like that that I wasn't interested in last year and was really intimidated by and it just wasn't like what I was looking for so I didn't really spend any time there and I also didn't really talk to a lot of 
makers last year I was by myself and I just sort of wanted to stick to myself and you know I'm really introverted so I didn't want to meet a lot of people I just wanted to sort of look around and this year I didn't sign up for any classes Steve's gonna come with me um, we're really excited to go and look at everything and talk about everything and decide what I should buy I also I think bought a mug from there last year I'm trying to remember which mug it was though I don't think it was any like knitting specific or maybe it was a bowl I can't remember but it wasn't anything it didn't have like any knitting theme or anything like that it was just someone selling like ceramic stuff and I really love homemade like mugs and bowls and, and plates I don't know anything that's I love anything handmade like really in any regard so but what I'm really looking for this year I feel like are project bags because I'm kind of always in need of them and other uh, because otherwise my yarn ends up a complete disaster so, um, the rest of my day is really, um, going, I do yoga, I'm going to do yoga coming up here in like an hour and a half, and then tomorrow we're going to drive to Madison, and I look forward to talking about my yarn adventures, uh, when I get back. So, if you enjoyed my podcast, give it a follow, give it a like, you can find me on Instagram, as I said, uh, as Miss, M-I-S-S underscore ljv as in victor and my email is a k e m as in mom i numeral zero zero at live.com so just uh let me know what you think if you want to check out my video podcasts which are similar but different you can find me as eventual knits podcast or just eventual knits on youtube Thank you and have a wonderful day. I hope that you have warmer and better weather than we do. And I hope you have a cat to cuddle with like I do. Bye.